Welcome back to A Bit of Fun with Emily. It's me, your host, Emily. I am glad you're here. Season 10, we are talking about our deserted island pop culture picks. And I've been having a lot of fun with this season. Um, It's been a little easier for me. I haven't had to do a lot of prep for it. But I've really enjoyed talking to people and seeing their different reactions to the questions and how they've interpreted uh, their picks, which is absolutely fascinating. It was very interesting to see the repeats. I wasn't expecting that. And the full scope of pop culturedom, the fact that we have multiple people picking the exact same thing, particularly when it comes to music album, I just find very cool and neat and how things really resonate with people. You find that movie or that book or that music album that becomes a part of your everyday in an unexpected way that you go back to it. It's your comfort piece. And I think that maybe we'll do at some point. I would love to do a season on nostalgia because it's one of my, (laughs) I don't know why, it's one of my favorite things to think about. How you can, and I think I might have mentioned this before in the podcast, I know I have in my newsletter, that how how odd it is at times that you can be nostalgic for something you have never experienced. And the eras in our life when we are introduced to some things in pop culture, how that just stays with us. We kind of saw that a little bit in Donna's episode, how she kind of mentioned, you know, she really loves 80s stuff. She kind of got not stuck there. She's still experiencing new things, but that is her comfort thing. And I think about all of my comfort things, definitely 80s movies, oddly 90s country music, the things that I go back to, and I'm not even sure why, because I I don't really remember that that same I I do remember my childhood, but specifics of connecting those moments, those pop culture moments, um, to my childhood, not necessarily, but it's just kind of that overall feel of you know what was I doing in the eighties? I was a kid. I was you know growing up. I was having fun. I was exploring, and how those movies and books and you know that music has imprinted it on me in a way that I had no idea it was doing it at the time. So I think I want to do a series on that. I don't know when that will be, because I was also thinking that it's a travesty that there are certain movies that I have yet to talk about, which they would actually probably fit into that mold. But how have I not really talked about The Goonies or Back to the Future? Again, a lot of these 80s movies that I just absolutely loved. Some um, that didn't hold up as well as others. So maybe when, you know, that might be coming up soon. I think, I think think I'm going to do Studio Ghibli next because I am fascinated by the storytelling of Miyazaki and the beauty of the artwork and the mastery of just the entire piece. When you look at the musical scores and the characters and the storytelling and the vibrant colors and artwork and how emotional all of those movies are, they're complex and sophisticated and uh, at times intense. So I think maybe, maybe I'm going to talk about that next. Maybe I'll do a poll. I don't know. Keep an eye on social media. (laughs) As you can see, I'm undecided. I have a list, a a Google spreadsheet of probably 60 ideas for different seasons. And so it's kind of hard to pick sometimes, but I would love your feedback on that. What do you think I should do next? 
But back to the topic at hand. Today on the podcast, I have Valerie back. She was with me in the musical episode, as you will hear me try to (laughs) think through during the episode. Um, Valerie is also the wife of Eric Holbrook, who helped me with the season Oh, the Horror. He helped me pick out the movies. He kind of fed me some information along the way. I really appreciated his help. But Valerie is back to talk to me about her pop culture picks. She is a weirdo. I enjoy talking to her all of the time. She has the most interesting and funny and beautiful little girl um, that I enjoy spending time with as well. She is also a Bluey aficionado. So whenever I'm watching a Bluey episode, I typically message her and I'm like, this episode, this episode is the best, which I do think I could almost do a season on Bluey. It would be awesome. My top 10 favorite Bluey episodes. If you have not seen Unicorse in season three, please look it up because it's just hilarious. Off topic again. So here is my conversation with Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little since you've been on. Yep. When was the last... You were on the Disney it's season. On musicals. You were on musicals was the end. Yeah. Were you on Disney? No, no, you just made it on the musicals. Yep. And what did we talk about in musicals? It feels like so long ago. It was a year ago. Kind of our, you had some of our favorites oh, of different it was ones. A we list. answered questions. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Well, I think that was like either season two or three. So you Something need to go like back that. and listen yep. to that. But today I have you on here to talk about your pop culture deserted island picks. I have stranded you on a deserted island, and through some magic or wizardry that I'm just too lazy to explain, you have technology, but only to entertain you. It can in no way save you. Spoiler, you do get saved. I do not leave you (laughs) stranded on this island. Thank goodness. Um, For every person, though, I'm making it a little different how long I keep you on that island. (laughs) I'm kidding. Do I want to know my answer? (laughs) Um, But before we dive into your answers, because you have to give me one movie, one book, one TV show, and one music album, let's talk about your pop culture personality. So when you approach pop culture, watching something new, listening to something new, is it... Um, recommendations. How do you go about that? How do you usually approach pop culture? Uh, I would say I'm sort of reluctant sometimes. Mm -hmm. If something's super popular, I tend to be like, oh, I don't want that. I Uh did that with Harry Potter. Um, And then once I actually try it, I usually get obsessed and like binge watch. Like I binge watched Doctor Who in like six weeks or something like that. But um, it tend to be more recommendations. Mm -hmm. I don't tend to go searching or following stuff as much as like other people do so definitely recommendations yep I have a little bit of that same tendency with popular things because I by the time I get to it then I feel like it's overdone it's like oh gosh this is I've heard about it too much or or then I watch it and I'm a little disappointed I'm like oh what was it yeah (laughs) about it but if I had been on that first swing maybe I'd felt differently about it Uh, but I get that every every once in a while too yeah so it's You're on your island, um, you're bored, you're ready to have some entertainment. What movie do you hope is with you? What are you bringing with you on this island? It's also a little weird that I'm saying bringing with you as if I prepared you to drop you on this island. to be deserted (laughs) on an island. I just realized that. It's like, this seems weird. What would you hope is there? Um, my go-to movie was Mamma Mia, uh-huh. which you probably knew uh-huh. was going to be my answer. Um, one, it just makes me happy. And yes. if I'm deserted on an island, I'm probably going to need some happy. Uh-huh. Um, but I also have some great soundtracks. So if true. you just need to dance some, you can turn that on. You get movie and music. 
together. I seriously considered that for my pick as well, but then I realized I didn't want to get stuck on the deserted island with Pierce Brosnan's singing voice. <laughs> I thought, like, I, I no, do I really want that? Could I find something better than that? But it was for the same reasons as you that I that I considered yeah. it. Yeah. What about your book? Well, that one, uh, I, I thought of being super lame and saying a survival guide uh-huh. because I feel like that'd be really <laughs> useful. So honestly, that's probably what I would say. Um, but if I were to choose any book, it would pr- I'd probably be a, a book of poetry, probably Robert oh, nice. Frost because uh-huh. um, he's one of my favorites. This one t- took me a while. It's like I wouldn't think I'd want to read the same story over mm-hmm. and over even ones I really love so it was like a collection of something yeah would probably be what I would pick um yeah the other one I was considering was the bible just because I want to read it all the way through <laughs> and I would have time <laughs> to do it uh-huh. but probably probably collection of poetry interesting yeah why why Robert Frost why is he one of your favorites um well I think it was I remember having to memorize a, a poem of his mm-hmm. in fourth grade and I think it was just it was walking through woods on a snowy uh-huh. evening and I, I think just that being one of the first poems I was introduced to I really liked I like his um he, he writes a lot with nature and mm-hmm. a lot of imagery um I feel like he's you know a little maybe a little more accessible than some poets some are very um metaphorical yeah. and I feel like he's not quite as much that I mean there is some metaphor in it um I don't know. I've always enjoyed him. I'm really bad at the metaphorical poetry. Yeah. Like, I read it, and I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what that's <laughs> about. Like, because I, I realized I am just a very literal reader. Yeah. Anytime I've taken it, I just think back to college taking literature classes, or even, like, Shakespeare, and they're pulling out the symbolism of this, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, what does that mean? Are you sure? I mean, how maybe the sun was just yellow. Why does it have to mean something that yeah. it was yellow kind of thing? See, I like thinking through those things. Mm-hmm. It's like, whether it's what the author was actually intending I don't know but it's fun to and I think maybe because I was an English major and went through that I enjoy kind of reading with that critical Mm -hmm. eye so I like being guided through it yeah since I don't necessarily read with that critical eye I don't mind being guided through it do I believe them all the time maybe not completely but um, I can see the enjoyment of that before we go on to your tv show and music album which would you consider was the hardest to pick the book the book as I I yeah (laughs) Explained with multiple answers for that one. Yeah. The book was the hardest. I, I wondered with all of any librarian that I get on here, which I think might be just about everyone this season is a librarian, um, if that is the hardest piece. Because I, too, thought about, do I want a book that I love? I think I would want a book that I like but don't love because I would hate to not love it Yeah, when I got off the island. And I thought that way about the movie, too. Like, What could I potentially stand not to ever watch again because right. that had been my only selection? All right, TV show. TV show. I decided Gilmore Girls. It was my gut reaction. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to go with it. There's enough seasons. It would last a while. It's a good mix of drama, a good Mm -hmm. mix of humor. I am in the middle of a Gilmore Girls watch. It's a rewatch. I have seen them all multiple times, but it has been a very big gap. Um, And I have developed some very strong feelings about certain characters on that show. Oh. I don't like Rory. Oh. (laughs) And I think I used to love her and kind of like she was the academic and I liked school and that kind of thing. But now as an adult and seeing it through a different lens, it's like, 
you are really annoying at times. And while you in you're not always making you're making the teenage decision, I guess, but you're, I don't know. The relationship between the mom and daughter is also weirder to me too, how they call themselves best friend. And she's like, well, no, she's my friend first. And I'm like, ooh, that just, yeah. there's elements of it. Um, and then I really like Emily and Richard and I just don't understand why Lorelai is having such a hard time. But more and more, I really want to live in that town. Yes. I want to go to a town meeting that is just nonsensical and ridiculous and have conversations with these people, especially yeah. Babette. She's, I want yes. to live next door to Babette. She is awesome. Yeah, I love just all of the whimsy in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I love, really drew me to that. I think most shows I like or books or movies mm-hmm. have a bit of like whimsy to them. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, the town is just, I love it. I want to go to... Luke's and walk down the mm-hmm. main street and go to all their festivals. And yeah. I also messaged someone the other night that I am just absolutely appalled at the amount of food they waste at Luke's Diner. <laughs> they don't eat. There was, I was watching an episode last night, in fact, where they walk in and Luke's like, here's your burger. And they say, okay. And then they just left the full plate of food and... They didn't pay for it. At yeah. no point was money exchanged, and they just left this fully cooked food that they hadn't touched on their plates. And I was like, this is appalling. They don't <laughs> actually eat anything. They talk about eating a lot. They do. But they don't actually ever eat anything, so yeah. it's frustrating. Got off on a Gilmore Girls tangent there, sorry. <laughs> and what about your music album to keep you company? Uh, this one I had to think about a little bit, too, because um, I was like, well, I feel like I want to almost get, like, a compilation thing because mm-hmm. I have a variety of things. Can I burn my own CD of favorites? <laughs> but no, <laughs> if I were to just choose one, I, I'd probably go with my gut reaction, which was um, August and Everything After by Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murder of One's one of my all-time favorite songs, and I feel like I can listen to that on repeat for a while. So that was my go-to. It has some good upbeat songs, some mm-hmm. slower songs, kind of give you the, the mix of speeds. So. That one is hard because you don't want something too melancholy because you're like, you don't want, you're going to be sitting in your emotions alone enough. You don't necessarily need the music to take you there, but you do need that slower at times feel. Um, So I've, I've had a hard time picking my music album. Um, It's, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Well, see, that wasn't so bad. You, no. you made it on the island. You've been entertained. Um, you kind of got a little wishy-washy on the book for me, so you've got a survival Bible poetry situation <laughs> go. going on. Um, I do love your movie choice and your, your TV show choice. It's taking me, it's surprising how long it's taking me to get through Gilmore Girls. And then I keep going, how is there more in this series? Like, you just, like, what else is happening? Because now she's with Jess. I'm in season, I think, three or four. Four? Yeah. And it's like, well, what is, how is all this happening? You know, like, what else? I know what's how it ends, but what else were they doing to get to that end? It's kind of interesting. Well, I'm sure I'll see you on the pod again. I drag you in from time to time. And that's fine. <laughs> thank you. Yep, thanks. Bye. Bye. And that is it for today. A big thank you to Valerie for hopping on the podcast and helping me out with this conversation. Thank you for listening. It is so appreciated. If you haven't already, it would be wonderful if you could rate and review the podcast wherever you are listening. I know the Spotify 
year wrapped list have come out. It would be a cool thing one day to be on somebody's list. I don't put out enough content for that. But uh, wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, how, wherever, um, if you could rate or review, that would be awesome. A uh, final you know, gift to me at the end of the year. That way other people can find the podcast if you really enjoy it. Or you could always share one of my posts on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at, at GnomeGirlM and on Facebook at A Bit of Fun with Emily. Go have yourself a bit of fun today, and I will see you next time. Thank you.